Episode number 16 of Packing It Up. We are here a day after the Packers loss in Kansas City at Arrowhead with Jordan Love at quarterback, Marcus Wiegert, Kevin Hurd. We talked about going on a two-minute rant here each, uninterrupted for the just first a, time ever. Yeah, just a, just out episodes Scott Tolzien, by the way. Uh, oh, by, the, by the way, you just interrupted me. So I'm number 16. Finish there. Um, yeah, we're well. You know, I'm I'm interrupting because I'm a little fired up after yesterday. Uh, had that's because you that's because you let the bots on Twitter get to you. Had a lot of, you know, strong reactions. Uh, yeah, you know, kind of broke character a little bit. Went after you know some people on Twitter. Uh, so it was pretty you know it was pretty eventful for me. But uh, we'll talk about Kansas City in a minute. Obviously, there's. Uh, a lot that went on this week. So um, we're in the two minute drill. So we're, you know, all these other shows out there have beaten the Rogers story to death uh, because we are Packers guys. We have to talk about it, but everybody's probably said everything that needs to be said, but uh, we're just going to run a little two minute drill here and give each other two minutes, just uninterrupted. Uh, we, we do disagree on this show for everybody out there who's listening. We do disagree. And, you know, whether we do, whether we don't, we feel like we need to share our opinions. So, uh, age, right, two, two minutes, age, here we go. Age, age before beauty, uh, you first, two minutes yeah. uninterrupted, you first. Age and beauty. I'm going first. Here we go. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not hurt by what he said in the preseason being immunized. I don't really care. I haven't been a Rodgers fan. Obviously, with the drama offseason, I was the biggest Rodgers backer when the whole fire thing went down and had been up until this past offseason. Um, I don't care. 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 I get it. I get it. He's right. Whether it's cancel culture, the witch hunt, the witch mob, whatever he talked about, it's true. You can't compare it to Cole Beasley and Kirk Cousins, even though I know that's what you're going to say. You can't compare it because those guys are not the same. They were not the MVP. Nobody cares about football in Minnesota. Buffalo is a different breed as it is. You can't compare it. And so he was trying to, like, minimize it. I actually believe what he said. I don't give a shit that what all happened. Like, he obviously probably got it from a vaccinated player, which again goes against all these bogus ass rules that we have with all this stuff going on right now. The Alan Lazard protocol, which he touched on and everything. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It's over. It's in the past. Love got a chance to play. We can talk about that. I don't care. Didn't last the full two minutes, but don't need to. You don't need a full two minutes when you give facts. Yeah. Got, got your point across. Um, all right, before I dive into my two minutes, well, actually, you could probably tell. No, it you on. get two minutes. You don't you get no it. extra time. You can tack it on for the two minutes. Uh, I want to start that I do uh, have sympathy for Rogers for this reason. I believe that sometimes the media can go overboard. I felt like uh, the private stuff that he had previously uh, years ago, like with his family, I felt like they did him not a favor there. So I understand his slight and plight that he has with the media. So I have sympathy for that. I want to include that. uh, Obviously I don't want anything physically bad to happen to him. You know, he was sick. He seems to be fine, but at the time I didn't want anything physically uh, bad to happen to him. Now, 
uh, I will say that don't feel sorry for him. Don't feel sorry for him at all. You mentioned the guys that exactly the guys that I'm going to talk about. Here's my problem with it. Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, Cole Beasley. Let's dip into Kyrie Irving in the NBA. I understand those guys are not to Rodgers' level. Probably Kyrie Irving's the, the best comp there. But those guys made a decision, which I'm fine with. If they don't want to take a vaccine, that's fine. They made their decision, and they just owned it. Rodgers came out and gave a misleading answer. And, you know, he backtracked and said, I said I was immunized, and I would have gladly answered if somebody would have followed a, you know, said a follow-up question. If you line up 100 random Americans in that room, that exact question, that exact answer, they're all going to look at each other and be like, oh, I guess that means he's vaccinated. So they moved on. He knew what he was doing. It was a poor answer. He did not own his decision. Okay. And it came back to bite him. And the media naturally did what they did. They thought he was vaccinated. He got it. Reports came out. He weren't. So they did their job. So the guy didn't own his decision and he reaped what he sowed. Um, so he has to answer all those questions. Um, and for me, I don't feel sorry for the guy. Uh, I believe, I, I agree with his stance on politics. I'm not a big political guy. You know, people are going to take it in different directions, which he was correct with. But I still believe that the CDC, World Health Organization, I still feel that they are about public health. I don't think they're trying to push out a political agenda of one party for another. I think they generally try to have the public's best interest in mind. And I'm not going to get my medical advice from a podcast person, despite me loving podcasts and running one, I'm not going to get my medical advice from that. So, all right, I two minutes like, is up, two minutes up. Okay, fine. Moving on. Star of the game. Who do you got? Chris Barnes, man. I love that guy. It's my next jersey I'm going to buy. I've been backing him ever since he's undrafted. The guy's a stud. All of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, Chris Barnes is so good. That dude's been rock solid for two years. Let's be honest here. But he was laying some wood yesterday. Thought he was great. You? Kevin King. That's making, my good. That's my good. Making his second appearance on this pod. Uh, highest graded Packers uh, defensive player. He's been in the top three uh, highest graded defensive players the past two weeks. The Packers are a, a different team with a healthy Kevin King in there. And it's usually for the better, despite what people want to say. You know, Jair's hurt, and he's picked up slack when he's been healthy. So Kevin King did well. God, those people that just hate the front office personnel guy, we're so glad they could go jump on Jordan Love yesterday because – you didn't hear a thing about the Kevin King tweets yesterday, now did you? No, she was pretty quiet on the Kevin King front. So that was my good. Kev looked really good. Kev, who was your good? My good? What year is it? Our red zone defense. Wow. Actually looked stout. We had uh, Chris Barnes laying some wood, like you mentioned it. Uh, they just looked like they were ready for anything, uh, you know, in the red zone just stout at the point of attack, just holding guys, holding running backs uh, from plowing in the end zone, you know, just locking down coverage on the outside if they tried to throw it. Uh, just looked great in the red zone. I know they allowed one touchdown, but, you know, they had some stands where 
you know, they just allowed field goals. And like, that's what it takes. Like if you're going to be a contender, how, how, how many times can you keep your opponent out of the end zone? And hopefully your offense can get in the end zone. Who's your bad? Uh, a Rogers as in Amari Rogers, uh, might as well just put us back there. to Nice, on. nice setup I, there with the A Rogers. I, nice setup. I, I say that sarcastically, of course, because I know catching punts is a pretty hard thing to do. Uh, see the Trevor Davis tweets during the game, former Packer, but I mean, the guy's been doing it all year and maybe sporadically, uh, but at a certain point, like the guy just, he's out there looking like don't let me keep returning punts and they keep just throwing them out there. And so put Cobb back there, put nobody back there. I don't care. Uh, special teams was, well, we'll talk about them in a second. Who was your bad? I actually just looked up that Trevor Davis tweet. Uh, he was actually back in Amari. I appreciate that. I do think that is actually an extremely tough job. Um, I don't know who, what podcast it was on. What NFL players said, you got to be borderline psychotic to return punts. But, yeah, the guy's got no confidence right now. That is not my bad, though. Royce Newman is my bad. Uh, watched quite a bit of uh, film today. Uh, I took the day off of work. You know, nice little relaxing day after a Packers loss at Arrowhead. And, uh, I mean, that guy was getting spun on everything. It's just it's time to go sit down. Uh, hopefully Bakhtiari can come back here sooner than later. Um, yeah, it's just it's disappointing. He's just, again – Love, I think, could have did some different things um, at the line, maybe calling some stuff out, maybe adjusting audibleing. But he doesn't have a lot of time with starters, and that's a that's a whole separate episode there. But yeah, it's just time. Like he's he's struggling, and it's it's not good. Yeah, I was gonna put him as bad, but I just saw in the second half they they kind of pieced it together a little bit. So I mean, I you know he showed a lot of poor examples in the first half, but I thought in the second half they were kind of slightly better. So. For me, Amari Rogers was just bad all game. So that's why I went with him. Uh, what did you have for your fun section? Jordan loved playing and us watching real Packers football. Because since 92, Kev, people just don't get it. And I enjoyed it. Again, I'm a love truther, just like I am a Kevin King truther. Just like I'm a front office personnel guy truther. Um, yeah, I know you like that. Um, it was... Uh, you know, disappointing, obviously. I don't think that's the start that he wanted or anybody wanted. But again, there's a lot of things where we're watching that game. And come on, Kev, you knew after that first drive what they were going to do on third and fourth downs when Green Bay was going for it. And he got absolutely no help. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard to say, you know, what he's going to be. But I did like the take that Matt Schneidman from The Athletic had on the podcast he's on with Bill Huber. They said, you know, this doesn't mean that Jordan Love's career is going to be trash. Same way as if he would have went out there and threw five touchdowns and got the win, it doesn't mean that his career was going to be really good. You know, it's like it's hard to take away from one game what that truly means, and I agree. Um, it will be interesting moving down the road on how this all works out. I'm still in the camp of you got to move Rodgers after the year just because of what it means financially to the Packers, but who's your fun? Well, Twitter doesn't agree. Twitter believes Love's career is set, so I think you should change your opinion. Uh, for fun, for fun, for me, my fun was watching Packers 2020 draft picks contribute, starting with love. Obviously you have AJ Dillon out there. 
Duguara's catching passes. Just a class that you go back and look at rankings and people are throwing, you know, D plus grades. And then, well, now it's a D minus. I mean, nobody, nobody knows what they're talking about. You know, the Packers have consistently drafted well uh, in the past 20 years in terms of adjusted value, which means values towards win shares of picks based on where they're, excuse me, draft picks based on where they're selected. So in rounds and picks, Okay. The Packers are second overall in the past 20 years, the Baltimore Ravens being number one. This is the Packers strategy. Not a whole lot of flashy, splashy guys are going to come out of the draft, but they develop them and then they contribute because the Packers are already good to begin with. That's what it's about. You know, if, if everybody was judged on one game, we would have no Rashawn Gary. We would probably have no, A.J. Dillon, who's averaging five yards a carry. We would probably have no Aaron Jones, no Devontae Adams. Like, people forget all this stuff. How do you think Devontae Adams got to where he was? Well, he, he, people wanted him cut because he was dropping balls, and now he's the best receiver in the league. Like, people, you need to have patience. The Packers are one of the best teams to go to because you will get drafted and you will develop and they will do it the right way. And I don't understand how people have just forgotten that makes no sense to me. Your hot takes have gotten better over time here. You're doing a good, very good job with that. We're out here trying. Uh, Great, great, great talk on 2020. I mean, even undrafted Chris Barnes, but I mean, Garvin's played Vernon Scott's been hurt for a while now, but he'll be out there soon. Runyon's been solid. Obviously, Kamal Martin had a decent year last year, and they let him go. But, uh, yeah, those other guys you touched on. But, again, right. that, that, that right. doesn't – Stepaniak from Indiana, you know, he tore his knee up again, so he was done. You know, Kamal Martin came in injured, and I think he might have suffered something, so they let him go. But, yeah, I didn't even mention Runyon, who's probably a future starter. You know, Vernon Scott's been inactive. Garvin's seen some tick. But people just people just tend to forget that maybe guys aren't very good sometimes the first time they step out on the field. So – you know, I guess social media has just, uh, you know, increased their appetite for instant gratification. Uh, increased their stupidity is another way to look at it. I'll say it. You don't have to. And uh, also, it's a shame because everybody out there is acting like uh, the NFL is a fantasy football manager. Um, fortunately, that's not the way that it works. So uh, moving on here. The ugly? Ugly. I, I got a feeling here. I think we've had two since they started playing games where we've connected on the same. I will let you introduce your ugly. Special teams. (laughs) I gave air quotes with special teams. Uh, You could probably say special for another reason. We won't get into that. Just what more can you say? Just it's just a domino effect, right? Special teams yesterday, they basically gave up six points. Glad we had a good red zone D to stop a touchdown, but it was six points. So had they not given up those six points right now, it's, it's seven to seven chiefs Packers. It's a tie ball game. Then what are we saying? Well, then we're saying, well, Jordan Love's got it tied with Patrick Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. Like the special teams is just horrible. It's, it never gets better. You know, death taxes, poor Packers, special teams song marches on. Yep. Well, next week, 325 at home against the Seattle Seahawks uh, with Russell Wilson back in play. Uh, Seahawks are 3-5, th- and five, so they really got to get things rolling here. So it'll be truly interesting to see what happens with Wilson coming back. 
Packers are expected to have Rodgers back as long as he clears protocol. Your thoughts? I'm just surprised that you didn't want to touch more on Love's performance at all. I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I don't want to speak on it too much because I think it's hard to take a lot away. Like you can tell, I think what he showed is kind of what was known with him coming out. He made some really good throws specifically when they were backed up on the goal line multiple times, but he had a nice throw to uh, Adams on the out. Um, He hit guys. I think progression wise, like he rolled through things. He seemed fairly confident in standing in there. The one huge mistake was that play clock where he was trying to adjust the play with two seconds left. And, um, you know, that was disappointing. I was, there was somebody I was really disappointed with. It was Devante watching a lot of clips back today. His body language was that of like a fifth grader losing in a fifth grade basketball tournament and not getting the ball at all. Like it was really disappointing to see like when he's out there and I get it right. Like not a great situation, but also like help him like coach him up, like give him some pointers, like, you know, like anybody, I don't care if it's love or Benkert or Bortles or Seneca Wallace, Scott Tolzien, TJ Rubley, whoever it is, man, like give the guy some Rubley from left field, TJ Rubley. Yeah. That's the first and last time that'll be said in this podcast. Um, so I don't really want to talk on it too much. I think he's the future still. No one's going to agree with me, especially on Twitter, but you know what? I don't care. Yeah, I think your assessment is fair. I mean, we have to understand that I believe uh, stats were compiled that he was pressured on 70% of his dropbacks. I mean, for every 7 of 10, you're pressured. I don't know how anybody's going to look. I mean, we saw Matthew Stafford last night just kind of break down with pressure. So, you know, all, all quarterbacks are a product of their environment. You know, the Packers have always – invested heavily in resources and the offensive line. And if anybody has an offensive line, they have a better chance of being successful. I mean, look at what's going on in Chicago right now. It's a lot of uh, negative publicity on Justin Fields, but his offensive line is horrible, but love can clearly make all the throws. I mean, he was, he was making, you know, pretty far throws downfield, like off his back foot against pressure. Like he was never allowed to really step into any throws and, you know, people talk about his inaccuracy. You know, I can see it, but he was never really stepping into throws. Uh, the ones that he did look fine. But the, the thing that I don't know about that I would like to learn more about was just from a general fan perspective, it just seems like they were on pages one, two, and three of the playbook. Just drop straight back, run routes, let's throw it. You know, there was no motion. Like maybe Rogers has some control of that, that they just weren't prepared to give love on a short week, but it just seemed very elementary. And when you're not doing any motion, not putting guys in different positions, like we didn't really see Aaron Jones on the perimeter at all. You know, defense can get pretty much in a rhythm by doing basically the same thing the whole time, which they did drops back to pass, send six or seven. And so I felt like, I knew the Packers, it was going to take a lot for them to win, but the way their defense played, I feel much better about our chances now than I did even going into the game. Yeah. I don't want to talk on the, uh, I'm so sick of us talking about the pass run ratio. Cause that was just extremely disappointing as well. Um, but yeah, looking forward to this next week, looking forward to the rest of the season. 
going to get some guys back healthy. Obviously, MVS is back. Um, Bakhtiari looks like it looks like he's scheduled to be back Sunday. I mean, even though it's not official yet. Yeah, Sunday will be interesting. You know, I, I broke off. I, I kind of interrupted you and broke you off when you were talking about the Seahawks there. But, you know, Russell Wilson announced, you know, a couple hours ago that he's coming back. You know, Seattle's coming off a bye. You know, we always kind of run through, you know, people's records and kind of where they stand, like with the schedule. I mean, Seattle doesn't have a lot of impressive wins. I know Wilson's been out. They've played a lot of teams tough. You know, the Titans are seemingly to be a surging team in football. They only lost to them by three, 33-30. You know, they beat Jacksonville. They lost to the Saints, 13-10. to Steelers, 23-20. Like, they seem to always be in these close games. And so their record is only, what do we got, three and five. So it doesn't look great on paper, but they've played these teams close. So, you know, if Rodgers comes back officially on Saturday, having not practiced all week, you know, who knows what that's like. You're bringing guys back who haven't played in a while. I don't know. I just hope that the Packers can put together a solid showing, get a nice solid win at home. You know, I'm just excited to get everybody back and see what kind of football we can play. Go Pack Go!